Uh, Whoa, yeah, yeah, let's go. We're You're back. On. Two mad dogs are back. Brian and James. Here we are. How you doing, James? I am uh, very tired, underslept. You did, you did say this was going to be a, a grumpy one. Yeah, You I'll said be you grumpy. were unhappy and grumpy. And I was like, yeah. yes. More so than usual. No, I just, uh, do you ever get it like where you just can't sleep? Where it's like. You're yeah. just lying there. It's like you feel tired and you want to go to sleep, but it just will not happen. So you're just lying there for hours and hours. Well, I, I, I've given up fighting it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you can't even watch anything or read anything. You're just like kind of stuck in this horrible limbo. Well, what you mean just you can't watch? Of... You sure you can watch something? No, no. Like I just feel like I just like I'm so fucking like wrecked that I can't even focus or concentrate on it. Oh, wow. So I just turn it off and then I just lie there. It's pretty horrible. That sounds like literally, I'm not even joking, worse than death. <laughs> <laughs> kind of is, yeah, yeah. No, it was awful. Uh, so, yeah, I'm underslept. Well, I got, and then I woke up with like a real sore jaw. So I think I was like yeah. clenching or grinding in my sleep. I don't know. It's it's not been a good day for Cat. That doesn't sound fun. No, I'm not feeling the best. But well, you know what? I'm here now and I'm going to... I'm going to rise above it and give these people the the content they deserve. You're going to put on a smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smile, though your heart is breaking. Now, I don't want to be the guy who connects two things that shouldn't be connected, but I do remember you saying that you got vaccinated. That's true, yeah. Is there a possibility they've put nanobots in Possibly, you? yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I used to, like... I'm never, like, I've never been an anti-vax kind of guy, but, like, it's just when there's so much out there of, like, ah, nanobots and uh, blah, it's depopulation, Agenda 21, Bill Gates, da, da, da. it's like, fuck, maybe, who knows, you know, maybe they put some shit in me and I'll be dead in five years, but, like, I mean, come on, who cares? Like, let's be honest, it's not getting better, folks. What 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 were you going to do? What were you going to achieve that you being dead within a decade really impacts? I mean, it it, it who cares? Yeah. You know, it's fine. If if they're if they've injected me with some poison and I'll be dead soon, if this is my Tuskegee experiment, <laughs> I'll take it. You know, it is what it is. Well, the thing is, I know Spotify are cracking down on anti-vax content. Okay. So we're going to say we're pro-vax. Yeah, look. Even I, though I'm not. I, and people have honestly died. Yeah. But I'd rather they die than me get in trouble with Mr. Spotify. <laughs> like, I'm I'm not particularly keen on it, but I've got the first dose. <laughs> I will get the second dose, because it means I get to go down the booze with the lads, and it's bloody worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's not really, but like I'm not gonna. They're what gonna bring like? in the vaccine passport and shit, so it's like, yeah, yeah. fuck it, I might as well. Yeah, the so yeah, I, the, I took it. The rumor is it'll be a mandatory vaccine. You won't be able to do anything without it. Yeah, without the yeah, passport. yeah. You won't even be able to wank. No, you won't. Good. That's good though, because <laughs> I haven't been able to get it up for years now. So fine. And now. Yeah, and it'll be a yearly thing. You have to get your your. Oh really? Y- that's what the men on the computer are saying. Okay, Who- but I wouldn't say that because I want to don't want to piss off Spotify. Mister Spotify, yeah. Look, I mean, he's a I. Oh, what's his name again? I think it's Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. There's something because he was around, He was trying to buy Arsenal a while ago. Daniel Spotify was. Yeah, yeah. Danny Spots. Yeah. Hey, Spotty. Spotty. We love you, Spotty. We do. Tell you what, a lot of people who are scared to get the vaccine, James. So lay it down. What was it like getting it? It was very nonchalant. It was just like uh, I went into my GP. See, yeah, like the reason I should probably, like, not even explain, but I. 
I like uh, you stole it off an old lady. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, see that blind child there? I want his, <laughs> and I want you to. Well, obviously, we'll do it in front of him, even though he can't see. But if you describe it audibly, it's like, mm, Mr. Cadden gets his vaccine. I want him to smell and little it. little Bobo or whatever he's called, he can go shit up a spout. Now, uh, see, like, I uh, f- like have always had this thing since I was a child. Like, I get, like, uh, real bad, like, chronic ear infections and sinus infections. And I've had, like, surgeries on my right ear and shit. So, like, I've had, you know, I guess because of that, I'm in, like, a category where it's, like, because I've been on lots of antibiotics and shit throughout my life. Whatever. I, look, I, I, I pay a few brown envelopes. I got the vaccine. Fuck you. You pay I'm, your taxes. I'm better than you. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? I work in Satanto, baby. I'm in the <laughs> I'm in the 1%. But anyway, yeah, so I got it. So they brought me in, sat me down, just inject you. And, like, I think my doctor, my GP, even is like, Oh, you know, a lot of people are reluctant to think we're injecting them with Bill Gates nanochips. I was like, hmm, interesting that you said that, doctor. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. You're using sarcasm to, <laughs> yeah. to disguise the I'm truth. I'm a comedian, sir. I, I see what you are doing. Jacques, <laughs> the emperor has no clothes, good sir. Uh, but, yeah, so they give it to you. You sit there for 15 minutes, and if you don't fucking, you know, start shitting blood or spaz out and die, you're allowed to leave. So I didn't really have any side effects. Felt a little tired, sore arm, but really nothing. And mm. now, but like you know, to be honest, like insomnia, clenched jaw, crippling unhappiness and misery and loneliness. All these things predate mm. my getting the vaccine. And so, you shitting all that blood? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually shitting less blood since I got the vaccine. So that's at least something's improving. Well, that's there, good. You know? I hope that convinces people to take it. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a big problem at the moment. One, apparently uh, in Drotada, there was a big problem where like a load of people signed up to get the vaccine, then there were no shows. Didn't show up. Yeah, I've heard that's been happening a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also a lot of black people and BAMES, you know, BAMES, black, Asian, uh, Mexican or something like that. Uh, they, they don't want to take it either. There's oh. a big, like a lot of minorities don't want to take the vaccine because they don't trust the man. Well, but, you know, the thing is, there is a historical precedent here. I mean, I made a very uh, witty reference to the Tuskegee experiments. Now, the, the uh, intellectuals who enjoy this podcast will get that reference. But if you're just some average shit muncher, Johnny Sixpack, pleb on the street... Go do your research. But yeah, the Tuskegee experiment, they basically infected a lot of like African-Americans with syphilis. Just for the crack, Just for the crack. It's like, here, let's see what this does. Here, Jamal, (laughs) get your ass over here. This will help fight communism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was that? Like the 50s or 60s? I think around 60s, yeah, yeah. But like, and then like, let's, that's in fucking America they do that. You get to the third world, fucking like places like Haiti and fucking like India and like, you know, where there's just like real impoverished fucking like th- it's third world conditions. There are fucking corporations going around jabbing cons with fucking random needles like here, let's see what this does. So there is definitely a historical precedent that like pe- minorities and underprivileged people have been sort of subjected to like horrific experiments against their will. So I can understand yeah. why there's a uh, look at Cadden getting all progressive. E- eh? Even minorities in the nursing sector and stuff like that, even they're kind of like, mm, I don't like it. <laughs> 
You ain't putting that up in there, me. I see some white man coming up here with his little pink needle, needle dick. I know what he want. Oh, little prick. I've seen yeah. that before. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I'm not joking, the UK government got a load of people, uh, black celebrities, to try and, like, drum up support with the youth. Right. So they got Lenny Henry and, oh, yeah. and Ramesh. <laughs> Lenny Henry to appeal to the youths. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Walk on, my slime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know, I didn't get it. I ended up marrying Don French. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so there's uh, definitely a lot of, you know, people are hesitant. But, look... Look, this is this is what it is. You know, if it is all a big ruse to depopulate the earth, fair play to them. They played a blinder. Yeah. They've nailed it. I mean, they. I mean, they they're on the me. home, they're on the home stretch. You know what I mean? They really, you know, credit where credit's due. My compliments to the chef. They really, they they hit a home run, knocked it out of the park. So what, fair play. What do you think of the theory? There's a theory going around again online. Mm. Uh, none of these are theories that like uh, I formulated myself. I'm not smart enough. Yeah. But there's a theory that. This vaccine is actually um, going to save people for the next disease. What do you mean? Like, so they'll vaccinate the people, uh, and like you know, like the riffraff, and you know, the certain people, <laughs> you know, who yeah. don't get it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, then they'll release another disease that kills off anyone who hasn't got the vaccine. Okay. So that's why I think I I won't get the vaccine and you will, and this will be our little experiment. I must see, yeah. So we're doing our own experiment here, kind of like, uh, yeah, we're doing our own little Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, it's like Brainiac. I like. <laughs> and I'm gonna walk in custard as well. <laughs> yeah. So you're not gonna get it. I'll get it, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how yeah. it goes. We'll keep you updated, listeners. Oh. I thought of a funny sketch. Oh. oh. Yeah, this would be a very funny sketch. We should film this, okay? We'll do a little funny skit. Yeah, okay. And put it online. So I, I go into the hospital, all right, to get my injection. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I get lost, all right? And I right. go into the wrong room, and there's a whole room full of the astro... Uh, the vaccine, okay? AstraZeneca? Yeah, there's a whole room full of them, okay? Yeah, yeah But yeah. I accidentally knock them over. Right. And I'm like, oh, gee. Oh, I got to fill them all up myself. <laughs> so I Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got a talking bear with me as well. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I jizz in all of them, all right? Yeah. And they're injecting old ladies with my jizz. Yes. But the old lady's like, hmm, brings me back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, to be four years old oh, again. Reminds me of the Scouts. Yeah, yeah. That is a funny sketch. So I think that I like would, that. that would be yeah. very good. And then, and then I come in in blackface, like, <laughs> I will not take the vaccine. You will not infect me because it gives the gay gene. And then what they do is they eat the poopoo. They smear that poopoo from the anus on the leaves. But I, I, I interrupt you. I'm like, no, Tuskegee Airmen. <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned that, so yeah. it's okay. It's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... We, we, we ride a fine line. <laughs> it's very, very clever. Very uh, intellectual. Yeah. So that, that's what you've been up to. That's what I've been doing, yeah. Getting vaccinated with nano chips and whatnot. I haven't been up to much. There's a few things going on in my life that we'll save for the Patreon. Okay. A teaser. I had a bit of a blow-up with yeah. my uncle. And I think my uncle might be bugging my phone. Yeah, and then, so... You know, well, yeah, you'll get into that later, but you were about three hours late today and I wasn't able to contact you. So I was legit thinking, fuck, maybe he like crashed his car and he's dead. Yeah. Could I do an episode without him? Could I fly solo? Could will you I, Bill Burr it? Will I do a Bill Burr? Say, ah, unbelievable. 
this fucking this asshole can't drive his car. I didn't know I didn't know O'Pool was a fucking Asian name. Ah, huh? am I right? This fucking guy can't drive. Yeah, yeah. So uh No, but you're here and you're alive. I'm here, so yeah. Good. Well speaking of being alive, yeah. Well let's do the closing chapter. In the saga of Tarot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, R.I.P. If you haven't seen my Instagram story recently, my roommate Tarot. So this podcast is basically without us knowing. The only way to say like a documentary, you find the story. Yes. Yes. This podcast was basically a a time capsule. Yeah. yeah, Documenting the story of a great man called Tarot. Yes. So Tarot is dead. He is dead. Yes. The choir invisible. <laughs> he is Alas, my- <laughs> poor Tero. I knew him, Horatio. Uh, yeah. So what happened is I I lived with a guy called Tero. We're going yeah. to do his backstory again. Well, we've talked about him before, but yeah, let's give a brief summary. But just to for the newbies. Tell you why we're talking about him. Uh, I live with a guy called Tero and I was like, geez, I wonder what happened to him. And I text my roommate and it turns out he's dead. He's dead. Now, who is Tero? Yes. He's an alcoholic, smelly man I lived with. Was- I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Punk rock, dude. Yeah. Uh, man, the amount of You people- won't believe what Brian <laughs> says in this episode. I'm smoking as well. Take that, squares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fight. This is punching up. <laughs> You are punching up because he's up in heaven now. You can't get any more up than that, my friend. It's so funny because I used to complain about him all the time. And people were like, oh, Brian, you joke about it, but you will be sad when he dies. (laughs) (laughs) You showed them. I tried to tell him, no, he's an unempathetic sociopath. I was like, well, I've been proved right again. And it was even me being like, well, maybe I can use this to score some poon. Yeah. Did you get any sympathy poon? No, I couldn't stop smiling. I was like, ah, <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> so he's dead and you're not sad. No. You don't no. miss him. The only thing I'm sad about is that I missed the death. You missed the death. You, so, uh, it happened like right after you moved out, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So Terolino, a tribute. Yes. Born in Finland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He became a journalist. Ah. Apparently, uh, he uh, was involved in like some kind of like tax story. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was like uh, he was uh, he was tagging along with Woodward and Bernstein. <laughs> yeah. You know, he he actually introduced them to Deep Throat. You know, <laughs> but he didn't get the credit, and that's his life went off the rails after that. Yeah, I think he like did some big Finland stories, which is like oh. Might as well be Narnia stories, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he seemed to have a weird career. I imagine looking back on it, he probably just pissed off people and just kept moving. Yeah. So he was a journalist. Then he tried to run as a Christian Democrat, like a, a politician. A Christian Democrat? Yeah, Interesting. But I think that's the big party over there. Okay. I think Merkel's a Christian Democrat, and it's right. not really that religiony. Right, okay. It's just kind of like a... Yeah, all right. It's just a name. It's, it's interesting, Christian Democrat, because you can kind of play both sides. Because Democrat, you know, you're progressive and you're all about, you know, open-minded inclusiveness, blah blah. But then that Christian thing is like, but we still hold like traditional values, family, the core structure, all that yeah. shit. So it's kind of like they're cowards. That's what it is. Yeah. Pick a side. They're just sitting on the Come fence on. with a big crucifix up their ass. Yeah, fucking dweebs. Be a man. Yeah. Get this what stick a tattoo yes let us know where you stand come on so uh he was journalist for a while then he was trying to be politician then he was like an english teacher for a while right and uh didn't seem like a very good english teacher no no unlike 
I assume he, like he was just drinking and his yeah, his alcoholism, be. you know. It doesn't start magically one day. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a progression yeah. thing. And then when I met him he was living in Dundalk, so yeah. things must have been going really well yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a journalist, a politician, and an English teacher in Finland, but then you end up unemployed in Dundalk. Yeah. That, to me, spells <laughs> success. It's his retirement. Things went very right for Taro. So, yeah. when I met him, he'd been laid off, laid off from IBM. Wow. Yeah. This guy's had a life. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, and uh, he, yeah. Was just, he would just spend all his days... Moving from the couch to his room. Yes. And just be passed out with cans of lager watching, like, Say Yes to the Dress. Yes. You know, watching, like, shitty, like, reality shows. Just dreaming for when a man will come and take him away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And very smelly, you would uh, remember Very smelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, his room, I used to look in... Because he used to always, like, be passed out and stuff, so I have a little look in his room, okay? Just trying to steal some of his money. Yeah, Uh, yeah. (laughs) You know, because I'm trying to help. Of course, yeah. Uh, It would always just be like rotten fruit and yogurt everywhere. Yeah. His bedroom looked like the album cover of an Alice in Chains CD, huh? I don't get that. There's a reference that nobody will appreciate, (laughs) but I know it's quality. Yeah, he slept. There was no duvet or anything on his bed. It was just like, just mattress. Yeah. So that's a sign. Yeah. uh, uh, What do you call that? Um, immaterialism. Oh, like minimalism. Minimalism. Yeah, I assumed that was it. It wasn't just he's just a smelly fucking drunk (laughs) scumbag. (laughs) Again, R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. This is this is me. How do you deal with grief? But like he had um, kids, right? Apparently, his kids and a mother with Alzheimer's back in Finland. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So tell you, I I can't wait to tell her multiple times. Uh, she probably subscribed to the Patreon after this. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the only thing she recognizes. Everything else is like it's a fog to her. Yeah, she's like Brian and James. Uh, Brian and James bring me, me peace in my mind. Yeah. So he was. Um, he also was diabetic, and he just always like going diabetic comas. Right, and like his his go to thing was like ringing up the ambulance, right? Yeah, he'd almost like alert them. He'd be like, "I feel bad, yeah, ambulance, yeah. please," and they'd be like, "Are you?" He's like, "I'm going to be in diabetic coma soon." He's almost like he's planned it out, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah. And then they'd always take him away, kind of like you know when I, when it was his turn to do the dishes. Yeah, you know, diabetic coma, ring the time. ambulance. Yeah, coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> So like the- uh, Taro, you're really not adhering to the cleaning schedule. I am very sick. <laughs> Please leave me alone. So like multiple times a month, he just like nearly die. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I honestly like I'm joking, but I, I was trying to look into like can I get him sectioned in any way or something? Right for his benefit. Like he was hallucinating. Yeah, yeah. He's to, he'd say like I he wouldn't say it to me because he just mumbled to me. But I'd hear him talking to the paramedics, and they'd be like, "Are the hallucinations back, Taro?" And he'd be like, "Yes, they oh. come and go, and I don't know what's real." That's so fucked up. That's yeah. scary, man. That's like my biggest fear of shit like that happening to me. I'd be fun. No, you could watch say yes to the dress. <laughs> <laughs> How would you? Oh, oh no. God, no. Man, one stage they brought him home and the guy was real chipper. A lot of these paramedics are like weirdly chipper. Like, yeah. all right, buddy. Yeah, yeah. They try to keep like an upbeat. It's yeah. like, all right, guys, how's it going? Look, you've got a, you just got a bad mental attitude, Terror. Have you read this secret? Hmm. It'll change your life, pal. Okay, so one guy, one time they dropped him home, okay? Yeah. And uh, they were like, 
Alright, okay buddy Now you've learned your lesson there Now no more drink, alright yeah. That's where the problem starts now You see, off the drink you be grand, alright And then Tiro's like No more drink No more drink And the paramedic left And he's just on his own on the couch Being like No more drink No more Jesus drink Christ Yeah I'm trying to watch Futurama. I'm like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> Bender's doing something. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You know, like, we should maybe just take a moment to... Uh, no? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, you go ahead. <laughs> well, be, I mean, be queer. Then. Yeah, I'll <laughs> be a big buffy here and just say, obviously, this is like a kind of... Um, Defense mechanism using humor to mask your. Uh, Man, I was honestly like, I'm so annoyed I missed him dying. Because <laughs> he Thank died. You. That, that perfectly yeah. backs up the statement that I just made. Anyway, yes, yeah, go yeah. on. I'm crying on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I was like, oh, he's going to die any minute. And I would have moved out of house. Like probably like weeks earlier. But, but you like, were just like, he's going to die soon. You don't want to miss it. I want to see a dead finish man okay that would yeah. be re- really cool for your bucket list yeah yeah, yeah 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 i was thinking like we could do something to promote the podcast right like what if i wrote brian and james on his head and sharpie <laughs> are you doing like a weekend at bernie's thing we bring him around with yeah. sunglasses on yeah but he just died right after and it's like blue balls that's a shame i wonder what to do with the body it's probably still there yeah. Decomposing. I hope they flush him in the toilet. They just left him out in the garden. It's like this will be good. No, the bluebells will come in very nice. It's why you would have wanted. Springtime. It's why you would have wanted. It'll be good for the daffodils. There's nothing that fertilizes the ground more than the decomposing corpse of a Finnish alcoholic diabetic. <laughs> I mean, read Gardener's World, and I'll tell you the exact it, same it's, thing. It's weird. I think I was joking about this with some people, and I think I, I touch a nerve with some people. They're like, Ah, oh, Brian, you shouldn't. Yeah, a lot of people were kind of like. Oh, Brian, you know, you shouldn't be making these jokes. Yeah. All right, so let's... I'm going to put that on you right now. What's okay. your defense here, Brian? How do you defend yourself? He shit in the shower. Perfect. Done. Yeah. Game over. And yeah. I cleaned it. You cleaned his shit in yeah. the shower. Yeah. So am fuck I, you. So am I allowed, okay? Yeah. You've to, earned it. To make, it's not like I killed him. No. Okay. Hmm. It's not like I gave him the chocolate cake to kill him, okay? <laughs> you gave him a brandy cake. I just... <laughs> Killed him, yeah. Man, the last time I saw him, okay? Yeah. Uh, there was a woman uh, at the door. Yeah. And One of was, his hoes. No, he was yelling at her. He was uh. like, go away, come back tomorrow. Go, yeah. go away. And she was like, oh, come on, Tarot, please. And I was like walking past and made eye contact. I was like, oh, God, now I'm involved in yeah, this. Yeah, okay? yeah. Wait, with her? Yeah, yeah. And she kind of looked at me like, help. Right, okay. Apparently she worked well, with... that's what they do, isn't yeah, it? The yeah. bloody birds. Now, I, now, big buff Brian here has got to solve the problem, all right? <laughs> like uh, you're Marty McFly's dad. <laughs> hey, you, get your damn hands off of her. Just close the door and walk away, O'Toole. Yeah. No, apparently she worked for IBM. Right. And for like months, he was like, they were like, can you please give back all the computers and shit? You nice. know, because they gave him stuff. Yeah, like company laptop Yeah, or like there's a computer and a monitor and a screen and stuff like that. Right, right. I think that's all the same thing, isn't it? Computer, monitor, screen. There's no, like a was... desk as well and yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, can we have it back? And he'd just be like, <laughs> Perfect response. Using his mumbo jumbo. Yeah, okay. L- his legal jargon. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's, he's right. <laughs> there is a legal precedent to back that up. I will uh, I will refer you to the 1984 Mongo versus Maguire case. <laughs> yeah. God damn, he's so smart. <laughs> uh, but anyway, apparently she they sent a woman over to get it while her kid was in the car. Right. Oh. Yeah. And she was like, I'm too scared to go in. Can you help? Yeah. So I had to go in, all right? Uh, and he was like in, like standing like up to me. He's squaring up to you. Yeah, it's weird. He's like, "No, what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kind of made a kind of like a slapping motion, but like he didn't make contact. You know, okay. he kind of like misjudged the, the spatial awareness sure, of all things. He was kind of just waved his hand a bit, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna get this computer now, Tyrone." He went, "Okay," and he just lay down the bed. Right. So now I have to lift a fucking desk and a computer while the woman watches. Oh, of oh, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is this equality? Is it? <laughs> You're not going to roll up the sleeves, love. Oh, yeah. eh? I voted to repeal. <laughs> now, come on. Put your back into it. Oh, I'm invoking my vote now. <laughs> Send it back. Uh, uh, so, like, I was taking the stuff. While he's on the bed, he's going, like, you will not take it. No, come back. Come back to my room. Right. Yeah. Just impotently just waving his arms on the bed. Very, very sad. Yeah. And that was the last time I saw him. Tragic. Mm. It really is, like, tragic. Like You know what? It would be tragic if I felt like he made any attempt to be a nice person or likable. Okay. Uh, if he was, like, wanted help, he didn't seem like he wanted help. Yeah. It it's like- kind of like, yeah, like, here's the thing. When somebody is in that fucking, in the depths of, like, despair, I mean, wallowing... Like, but they're not making any attempt to better, you know, to, like, better their situation. They're kind of, like, and not only are they relying on others, but they're, like, actively taking a shit, literally and, uh, you know, figuratively. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they're literally just, like, making life harder for everyone around them. And it's just, like, when somebody is going out of their way to push people away, they keep pushing and pushing and pushing, eventually... People are just going to be like, fuck this. You know, life's hard enough. I have to deal with my own shit. I'm not going to try and rescue this person who's a total stranger. You know, personally, I think you should have that attitude to people in your immediate family. If they slightly inconvenience you, even once, walk away forever and don't feel a thing about it. Done. Write jokes about their suicide and profit <laughs> off it, my friend. That's the Cadden philosophy. It's the only mentally healthy thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't listen to Brezzy, whoever the fuck Brezzy is. or your therapist. They're all against you. Get a podcast and mock the feeble. That's the only <laughs> way to do it. Yeah, yeah, like I did try. I tried to get him, uh, and uh, apparently there's no way to help an alcoholic person in this country if they don't want help. No. I, I tried. I was like, is there any way? Because he's hallucinating. He's shitting in the shower and he's seeing things. And he's like, and they you, were like, hey, it's <laughs> not your problem, dude. Yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. Just Akuna Matata, my friend. <laughs> no, he's mentally unwell. Oh. He needs help. Snooch to the nooch. <laughs> Just check out the new episode of Hollyweed, man. <laughs> and blaze one for the homies. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, the infrastructure in this country, especially in the public sector just is virtually non-existent i mean the suicide rate is skyrocketing in this country Mm. and there's really little to no fucking help for the people that need it even the people that are actively seeking 
out ways to better their situation are kind of meeting like brick walls and pitfalls yeah. at every turn. So when there's somebody who's literally doesn't, who can't be helped, doesn't want to be helped, and when you attempt to help them, they push you away. What can you do? I tried. He went missing for a week. I was the one who went to the Garda station. Yeah. I was like, should I file out missing persons? Yeah, like, yeah. They were like, ah, come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. I can't find me pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but it's like... I made I made more effort than anyone else in the, anyone else in the house. Here's the truth about it, though. This is the truth about life, okay? This is, you know, why, like, you know, not to be too fucking uh, pretentious about it, but... Film, television, literature, it's all lied to you because at the end of the day, you can't actually save anyone and you can't be saved by anyone. At the end of the day, it is down to you. Only you can save yourself. Only they can save themselves. Some people are equipped to do it and some people aren't and it's just a matter of Mm. time before you find out which one you are. Well, I think that's a little bit bleak. Well, but I think I think if you're Taro, you can't be saved. Everyone can be saved apart from Taro. That's if, what I've learned. Yeah, if <laughs> he's the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, those Teresa. six million Jews in uh, the Holocaust <laughs> had a bad mental attitude, according to you. <laughs> Couldn't be saved. Couldn't Go be helped. You know, get up on two feet, pull the bootstraps. <laughs> yeah, the fuck is it? I'm just saying, you know, yeah, you can be saved, and there is like stuff out there, but only if you personally wanted enough or are willing to yeah. make the like the landlord didn't the do anything to do it the like landlord did not that's the thing you can't you can't like rescue people it's not like a fucking this isn't i don't know like i don't think i ever told you whatever. this but when i lifted the, i lifted a fucking desk and a monitor right yeah, yeah, put yeah. it in that woman's car and she was like cheers and drove off yeah right? didn't even suck it a <laughs> bitch so she drove off didn't even let you have a go on the kid no, no. no she drove off the second after she drove off the landlord texted me okay going like hey good work brian thanks for handling that very mature oh so obviously she was onto the landlord and the landlord yeah. was just like not getting involved yeah. until he found out it got sorted and then he was like nice one brother but also i hate he said very mature as if like yeah you really grew up there and handled that like yeah. you should i'm like, proud of you l- like an adult that's what life is now yeah, <laughs> yeah this is my life you know what's be so funny i moved to a new house and it's i open the door and it's like another another tarot basically yeah yeah, yeah. a house full of tarot just alco scandinavians everywhere you go yeah well, he's dead now, so yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, and I have actually tried to make efforts to contact his friends and family. Really? I'm not even joking here. I've messaged Dick all... pics, is it? Yeah, yes. yeah. This will cheer you up. <laughs> Send one to the wife. Oh, I hear you're back on the market, love. Come on. <laughs> this will cure your Alzheimer's. <laughs> but no, I have I, no, I have me send them like, your friend's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Brian and James. Yeah, you haven't been doing that because you're a coward yeah. and a pussy. No, I have been texting being like, hey, did you know Terry? Because I texted anyone that he followed on Instagram, anyone that follows him on Instagram. Wow. Okay. I, I texted very generic like, hey, do you know Tero? Uh, what are you going to do, do like talk? a talented Mr. Ripley thing then? Kind of, yeah. uh, you're going to... I'm Tyrell. <laughs> yeah, I was actually his doctor, <laughs> and uh, I need to speak with you about his last will and testament. Yeah, I, I seem to have misplaced his medical records. Could you just give me a bit of information and, and, and show me that pussy? <laughs> show me that pussy. Well, you are in the HSE. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the end of... That's the closing chapter of Tarot. I hope there's another chapter. Oh, I, 
Maybe the story's only begun, my friend. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, I hope something else happens. Like, maybe his son shows up. Right. His wacky son. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he's like a heroin addict. Yeah, a bit yeah. of change. Or no, there's a straight-laced son who's like, mm, I'd never do drink. And I'm like, go on, have one. It won't hurt. And the, literally the next day, he's like shitting in the shower. Oh, like father, like son. <laughs> Uh, yes we're uh, about half hour in okay you're steering the ship now James where do you want to go oh don't why are you handing it over to me do you want to talk about Paul Mooney oh yeah do you want to talk about I got a good reaction from Paul Mooney do you want to do Paul Mooney or Saul let's do a little bit Paul Mooney I go Paul Mooney and then maybe end it with Saul alright yeah okay Okay, let's talk about Paul Mooney. Yes. So, so Paul Mooney, uh, hey, hey, you know what? People are going to be like, oh, Brian is uh, fucking no, no empathy, fucking <laughs> freak. Hey, when a black man dies, I care, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he can read the room. He knows what way the wind's blowing. I know what type of life matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Paul Mooney, yes. uh, the comedy godfather, yeah. a great guy. I'm going to say it. Great okay. guy, great comedian. I used to love Paul Mooney. Really? Yes. I always find him a bit kind of, meh, like, mm, no, but like very, very like kind of like overly preachy, sanctimonious, but kind of like a condescending thing. But I guess, you know he what? Was that, very, he, was, he was one note. He had his thing. He yeah. Had his stick. But there was like also like a, what would you say? Kind of, uh, he was like begrudging or he had an axe to grind it's kind of like it didn't really pan out for him it was no. kind of he was always sort of like richard Pryor's underling and that's all that anybody ever saw him as hmm. you know what i mean well it sounds like he had a real patrice attitude where he would multiple times just go into a room full of executives and be like oh fuck you sh- honky yeah all your shows are shit yeah. i'm better than you yeah. and then gonna walk out being like why did that not go well yeah no, look, before, I, look, but I will say, obviously, he is, you know, very, um, like, a very important cultural milestone in comedy, especially for, like, African-American comedians. He's, like, people put him up there next to Pryor, because he wrote with Pryor, yeah. like, they worked together on all, like, Pryor's big stuff, so very influential, he contributed a lot, so I'm not trying to dismiss his importance i'm just saying like as he as he went on in his career he got more and more i don't know cynical bitter that things hadn't really panned out that he never he was always kind of eclipsed by prior and that never got away so he was a bit kind of annoying in that respect but obviously you know respect to you know credit where credit's due he was very important he's interesting there said it can't come after me fuck you yeah so that makes up for everything else he's done in the last 10 years uh but like he's an interesting guy apparently he started off as a ringmaster in a circus okay literally he was you know the guy like step up what yo see the amazing elephant yeah or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and then he went from that to like you know, comedy. Yo, motherfuckers want to see this elephant <laughs> do some crazy shit that's what you white people like ain't it uh, what's wrong with the ringmaster daddy why is he so angry i don't know but mommy seems to like him that's right motherfucker i'll be fucking your white ass bitch and she love it what you gonna do so uh yeah he went from that to comedy and then met up at prior and started writing yeah yeah and so i i knew about all this stuff okay but there's a whole other section of his life that i did not know about till after he died at all right. it's weird because you think like 
I liked the guy. I would have known about this. Yeah, yeah. But it just wasn't really that reported on. It wasn't really... And, like, okay, so apart from, like, let's just... For anybody that doesn't know uh, Paul Mooney, like, apart from his career with Pryor, like, he definitely was... He was seen kind of... He, he had respect amongst the comedy community. Yeah. You know, and he was... But he was very contentious. He would argue with people very, ra- like, very heavy on the issues of race racism that was kind of he would kind of be you know angry black guys kind of thing was a bit of a shtick of that his. Kind of, it was like it was like he played into it, it yeah he played into it like, yeah 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 fuck the white yeah yeah you no know. i'm sure like there's definitely a genuine aspect to it and deservedly so because he came up in the fucking like 50s and 60s when you know Can you the real I, racism to, was to, going to be you know? a black ringmaster in the circus <laughs> yeah, like in like the 50s like Probably didn't have a good time of it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, no. So, yeah. Deserve... Like, I think his anger was certainly justified. But anyway. So, okay. Apart from prior, though, what else did he kind of do? Not much. He, he was in the he, Chappelle show. He was in Chappelle. He was just... It seems like he was always around comedy clubs. He was a gigging way up until the end. Like, yeah, he was yeah. A, he was a road dog. Yeah, it's kind of like he had made such a big splash with his time with prior that he was always... That's the thing with comedy you can always go out on the road and do a few gigs if you have like a decent credit to your name hmm. you can like ride that all the way to the end there's if you guys need to. who like they like they were an snl cast member for three days yeah and in like the 70s all right yeah and the, was it snl in the 70s yeah, it started like seventy four. Yeah, five, okay. So like, like they that. were like, oh yeah, I was on SNL for a week in like seventy eight. Yeah, and they're still going around with that. Yeah, and people are like, are you Pete Davidson? And he's like, ah, <laughs> basically, yeah. Chevy spat in my face <laughs> twice. So if I'm not headlining, I'm at least middling. Can we agree on that? So the thing I want to talk about now is yes. Apparently, in two thousand two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. Uh. Richard Pryor's bodyguard came out. Right. And he was like, oh, yeah, by the way, Paul Mooney raped uh, Richard Pryor's son. You just can't wait to tear down uh, another black man's legacy. Prominent black man. You just can't help yourself. Yeah, I'm like the fucking, the press, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Any black man going through his bins trying to find any (laughs) dirt. Okay, so yeah. Pryor's fucking bodyguard came out and said Paul Mooney raped prior son when he was underage wow and the son did deny it really the son was kind of like yeah you know i was on uh, i was on pills and a lot of people you know someone abused me i won't say who but jesus yeah and the wife one of prior's ex-wives not only agreed with it but she said that fucking a, a mooney basically admitted it to her in public at the funeral service at Richard Pryor's funeral? Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. He, he basically said it out, out loud. It, it was one of the worst eulogies I've ever experienced. <laughs> Not the worst, but it was up there. I mean, it was up there. It, it didn't work as an icebreaker. <laughs> okay, so, and like, was there ever a falling out with Mooney and Pryor? Well, here's the weird thing. According to the bodyguard, Pryor was miffed. Yeah. About this. It irked him. Yeah. Rubbed yeah. him the wrong way. It really irked him, all right? Yeah, yeah. So he wanted to get a hitman uh, to kill Paul, Paul Mooney. Mooney. He was willing to pay a million dollars to get Paul Mooney whacked. Wow. And then Richard Pryor went on fire. 
Oh, so it's around that time? Yeah, then? yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Then the freebasing accident happened. Oh. He went up on fire. Yeah. And I think that kind of, like, distracted him a bit. Yeah, because then, like, you know, he had to get a lot of skin grafts and physio, and it was a whole big thing. And it probably made him rethink some things and stop being so judgmental. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just realize that his son had a sweet little ass. But do you think it's weird that, like, even up until the end, Mooney was literally pushing Pryor's wheelchair? Really? Do you think you ever have a friendship that's so strong that you can, like, be like, ah, look... He did that, but, you know... I think, though, but here's the thing. Like, with, you know, Hollywood back in those days, you know, prior, like, he himself was, like, molested as a child. He had a lot of, like, bad, like, he was very abusive to women, a lot of issues with drugs. He grew up in a brothel. Yeah. His mother, a prostitute, his dad, a pimp, his grandmother is the madam of the brothel. So prior has a very fucked up, warped sense of what's allowed and what's okay and what's not okay so like yeah he probably was just like look we have a business interest together there's money if we like started going at each other and it probably caused a whole lot of headaches that i don't need so let's just fucking forget it or whatever i don't think it's beyond just considering prior's history and upbringing i think that there's yeah Hmm. plus this is hollywood in the 70s banging a teenage boy is like hey we all, look, we had a few well, too... Well, Polanski can do it, boy, can't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, double standards. <laughs> a few too many lewds, and I got mm. a little wild But I don't tub. think... I'm not justifying it in any way, all right? Yeah. Wink. Uh, <laughs> no. have to say that now, don't yeah. you? Oh, can't say anything these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, uh, no, none of us will ever get to the level that these people wore in the 70s in yeah. terms of just how fucked up they were. Yes. And just how, like... Everyone was living on the edge. Yeah. You you literally imagine like being so fucked up that you're just basically gone in the head for a month. You come to your fucking Marilyn Brando on the ass. You're yeah. like, oh, what day is it? And then you just go <laughs> back into your coma for like a month, and then yeah. you come back out. And people are like, you're pretty wild there. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, you know, Tarot really was just a white Richard Pryor without the money. You know, that's really what yeah. we're saying here. It's like if you have money living in Hollywood like that. It's all good. You're you're you know fucking Marlon Brando in the ass, and you're you know shooting at your car and lighting yourself on fire. Yeah. But if you don't have the money, you're just face down in your own shit in a gaff and Dundalk, and some little dweeb from Carlo's like, oh, he needs to be helped. Mm. Yeah. Oh, please help. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So. so it's like it's it will it's insane to a level that we'll never comprehend. No. Yeah. Just how off the rails they were, and obviously the. the uh, thing to learn is like don't do loads of drugs and rape children but they didn't know back then that's the thing there there was no social media back then so how are you meant to know that you weren't supposed to rape a child on cocaine now here's here's another thing this is almost like this confuses you even more there was a long-standing rumor that mooney paul mooney was gay Ah, uh, yeah. And Even they asked the- his son about this, all right? They're like, is it true that your father was gay? And the son says, this is verbatim now. Verbatim. This is ver- This is ipso facto. <laughs> all right. He goes, uh, you never try to fuck me in the ass. <laughs> That's what he says. Nice. Yeah. Ah. So the son's got a bit of humor as well. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. So the rumor is that, like, I think all those guys, like, just all bisexual. Yeah, I think Hollywood in general is just like, 
when you're living in those sort of circles, you're detached from reality and you just have infinite money and drugs coming in and nobody tells you no, you just get bored of the same thing and you just start banging men, women, children, dogs, who cares, you know, uh, you put a insect under your foreskin, uh, you know, they drink it just for crack, you know, uh, I was listening to one guy and he was saying that he had an interview lined up with Mooney, right? To talk about this, and Mooney was up for it. Oh, yeah, it was and a tell-all. The family stopped him because okay. I think at this stage as well, Mooney was starting to get Alzheimer's, right? And the family wouldn't let him go on camera and talk about molesting children. What they were like, it might, it might he, look bad when he died. Uh, not as old as you think, seventies. Okay, I was. I thought like, geez, he must be a fine old age. Yeah, yeah. But no, no. 70. Charles Grodin died as well. Yeah, well, you know, like Charles Grodin. No, white. <laughs> no, no. The white Paul Mooney, I always called him. <laughs> Wait, uh, I only know him from uh, the, the Nero movie. Midnight Run. I don't know anywhere, and I I have bad uh, memories of that film. The, yeah, it's... No, just because I had an argument with my parents at the time. Okay, right. I remember sitting down like a real huff, like, fuck this film. <laughs> fuck this film. I'm putting all my anger onto now, Grodin. I love Charles Grodin because he had a real, uh, really good at the kind of like uh, deadpan, dry, sarcastic thing. Like, he was great. You ever see the original Heartbreak Kid? No. They talk... Actually, the writers of Father Ted said they very much based Ted's character on Charles Grodin in the original Heartbreak Kid. Just that kind of like, you know, always like, ah, you know, everything going wrong from blah, blah, blah. Okay. What else was he in? Uh, there was that Albert Brooks film, the kind of mockumentary one. Remember that? An uh, American mockum- Life or something like that? I have not seen that. Well, I have a big gaping hole. Yes. Yes, you do. Uh, and I need to fill it. Yeah, yeah. You've got a big Richard Pryor Jr. right there. <laughs> and I'm going to come along like Paul Mooney and fill you up yeah. with knowledge. My my film knowledge of that actor, that particular actor, Mr. Grodin, is, yeah. is lacking. Well, I, I also uh, know him from the Beethoven movie. Yeah. What was he in there? He was the dad in the Beethoven movie. I've seen that. I don't remember... Oh, you're, I, you're, was, I, I was more focused on the dog, like a freak. <laughs> yeah, you were yeah. like, "Oh, what's the dad do?" And I was like, "Look with the dog." Yeah, as a seven-year-old, I was like, "Ah, the 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 subtle nuances of Grodin's performance." You know, you see him as this sort of uh, emasculated, castrated male, uh, uh, smothered by domesticity. But then the introduction of this large Saint Bernard injects much-needed chaos into the mundane, everyday life. And then my dad was like, "Would you shut up?" You little buffy i would kill you right now <laughs> and you're, you're like father you don't understand yes. it's not what he's doing it's what he's not doing <laughs> you wouldn't appreciate it you troglodyte <laughs> yeah yeah but no so yeah r.i.p charles groden i'm just gonna say that but sorry not to derail you back to mooney uh, no, that's basically all I had is about Mooney. Okay. Maybe, I wonder, did Charles Grodin ever rape any children? There's the question you <laughs> should ask. to investigate yeah. for yourself, Probably listeners. Probably fuck the dog, yeah. <laughs> Give Beethoven the old, how's your father? Yeah, the dog OD on pills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, we're uh, coming up to the end of the show now. We We've at? got uh, a little bit now. Oh, yeah, we, got, we, got, we can do, we can finish up with Saw. Let's talk about Saw. Yeah. Now, f- here's the thing, folks. Mm. I have watched a lot of Saw recently. Because yeah. it's the summer of spooks, as I say, okay? 
<laughs> How dare you on the week Paul Mooney died, you disgusting individual. Yeah. It's you know, because it's the summer of spooky scaries, okay? Right, right. I'm just in that mood, so I was like, I'm gonna watch all the Saw movies. Yeah. That's what a mentally healthy person Yeah. That's how I deal with grief. I make fun of a, a dead alcoholic and I'm like, you wanna watch the Saw movies. Yeah, that'll cure the soul. So I watched a lot of them because I want to get ready as well for Jigs uh Spiral. Spiral, yeah, okay. The Chris Rock. Yeah. Uh, what is it a sequel or a reimagining it's, of the it's franchise? It's set in the same world. Okay. So I thought, hey, I'll start from the beginning and watch all of them. I've made notes for all the films. I'll be honest. Uh, we'll see how much we do. Yeah. We'll see. I'll know from your eyes. I don't think we need to go through every single one. I think we do. Okay. Because I have made the notes. Okay, right. I have made a lot of notes on something that is pointless. Yes. And you know also is funny? Because there's a bunch of people on YouTube like this as well where they'd be like, oh, look at the Saw movies. The continuity between Saw 6 doesn't match up with Saw 7. It's like the filmmakers didn't really care because they were <laughs> just making money. It's just that pointless cash grab as all those horror franchises are. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So who's the real winner, you know? Yeah. Uh, you think you're smart. Yeah, you they're in the Hollywood Hills raping Richard Pryor Jr. while you're being a little fucking dweeb making a vlog about Saw 6. Yeah, and you think you're better than everyone because oh, I'm the only one who noticed this very obvious mistake that yeah. everyone has noticed. Oh, I'm so clever. So that kind of made me sick of myself. Sure, yeah. But let's talk about Saw. Let's do it. So Saw is basically very influenced by Seven. Yeah. And okay. it's basically what if Seven was directed by an Australian Asian? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so yeah. James Wan and uh, another guy. Actually, the guy who wrote it is the guy in the film. The, the photographer. Have you, have you seen Saw? I saw Saw fucking years ago, like when it first came out. I remember it was a big deal when it came out. Yeah, it was huge. People yeah, loved it. Yeah. And I remember as well, it was a thing where every single Halloween, I wouldn't see the movie, but I'd see the cool poster. What was the poster with the puppet, was it? There'd always be something, a weird poster, where they'd imply gore, where it'd be like a guy's head... But it looks like it's about to get cut off, or like there'd be a hand. Yeah. But it's obvious that the hand isn't attached to anything. Or a cock. Yeah, yeah. And I remember going like, yes. Every poster I see just has a big <laughs> cock. You on see it. The, the poster for up. It's like it's a big cock tied to balloons. <laughs> no, I remember like I as a kid, I'd see the posters in the cinema while I'm going to watch something else. And be like, oh man, those movies must be fucking. Flipping off. Yeah, oh, what were you going to see, you little dweeb? Well, uh, probably fucking Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Curse, curse of the Were Rabbit. I went down, like, oh, no, I'm too scared. Oh, the Corpse Bride, was it? It's yeah. like, oh, I can't tell my parents I saw this. I'm sneaking in <laughs> with a bottle of pop. I'm going mad. You got a trench coat and a hat on, and like a fucking Groucho Marx glasses and mustache. Yeah. <laughs> first Saw movie, okay? We'll just yeah. go through them, alright? Go on. The first Saw movie, the classic. A kind of like a Hitchcockian thing. Two guys wake up in a room. Yes. And why are they trapped there? One uh, is Dr. Phil, the other is Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> That's the opening of Scary Movie 4. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> Should I watch that? You know what? I can't watch all the Saws and not watch Scary Movie No, as well. you can't. There's a gap in your knowledge, good sir. Uh, uh, sorry, was that on. funny, was it, when no, it Dr. Wasn't. Phil and Shaq... No, it's like, I think Dr. Phil goes to saw, but then he saws the wrong leg. It's like, really? You couldn't tell you were sawing the wrong leg? Yeah, that's not real. Bit silly, that, isn't well, it? Let me think now, okay? It would be uh, 
Dr. Phil, okay? Yeah. And he try and gives Jigsaw counseling. Yeah. Uh, and then he'd be... But this isn't really like uh, Dr. Phil's really matter, okay? He'd be like, Jigsaw, you are not the father. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! All right! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Shaq would throw a, a free throw. But there, are, there actually is a bit where it's like, oh, we'll be able to escape if you make a free throw. Oh, yes. And, and he misses. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. So, I'm so fucking smart. You're vindicated now. <laughs> anyway, look, let's get so, back to it. So two guys... Wake up in a room. Yeah. Okay. Why are we here? There's a dead guy in the middle of the room. Yeah. Now, spoiler alert for all these films, okay? They don't touch the dead guy. They don't kick it. Well, aren't they chained though, right? Yeah, but they get out of the chains and they still don't go near the dead guy. Oh, really? I think they could probably t- tickle his feet or something, you know? Isn't that a thing like, is he missing something? Is or the dead guy? Is he headless or something? He's got like that? a big hole in his head. Okay. Well, it turns out that's just movie prosthetics. Yeah, yeah. And I'm... that's the real jigsaw. Okay. That's yeah. the big twist. Yeah, that's the big twist that the guy who is dead in the middle, like he he's... stands up at the end. So they never actually tried to find out who he is or no. anything. He was just a random dead guy, and they didn't try to be like, "Do you know him?" No, I don't know They're him. It's like, ugh. Dead okay. guy. Immediately, that's very dumb. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first film is basically like, oh, why are we in this room? Yeah. Oh, there's a guy called Jigsaw and he likes to mess with people. And Danny Glover is the detective. Right. Okay. And then and uh, he is too old for this shit. He really is. Yeah. yeah. And there's a funny bit in it where they're like, oh, this guy sets up loads of traps. Let's go to the. Let's go to his house. And not tell anyone. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, do we need... Uh, Should we call backup? Yeah. Nah, no need. Backup for pussies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and then, like, you know, he's got the two guys in the room. He's like, oh, you got to kill one guy or else I'll kill your family. Right. That's kind of like this moral, like, oh, what what would you do? Yeah. Would you play his twisted game? <laughs> kill my fucking family. What do I care? Yeah. Do it. That is the running team I always think of these films. It'd be funny if it was, like, someone like me where it's like, yeah, good. <laughs> Sweet. That bitch. Yeah, yeah. Saving me a lot of headaches. So that's the first film. Right. Very kind of like, you, ooh, turns out it was a twist. The end, all right? Uh, wasn't there a big thing like the guy saws his own leg off to yeah, get out or something? Yeah, he does and he crawls away. Right, okay. But that's at the end, okay? Right, right, The right. next film. So you got your first film done. Nice yeah. low budget feature with a cool idea. And... and- Big impact has it resonates. People are like, holy shit, this is because that was the whole thing. Was going back. It's so fucked up and disturbing and sick and yeah. you know. Well, the first film didn't really show a lot of the gore. Yeah. And later on, it got they show the gore and gore always looks silly. It does. Yeah. It's hard to make, especially kind of silly stuff like we're gonna rip out her fucking like rib bones. Yeah. And her yeah. eyes are gonna pop out. It's when hard it, to make that look like when it's big, like huge, ridiculous set pieces. They're on like a conveyor belt and it's like sawing off you know a you know pickaxe goes up her cunt or something <laughs> yeah. you're like oh no it's like we would like me and the lads would have some cans and spliffs to be like ha 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 that's hilarious because we were rock and roll dudes yeah, we rock- you know were you into saw as a kid nah nah we, it- I, I remember we did like we watched a couple of them at a gaff party but we were all drinking and we were all just kind of like laughing. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 that's fucking, that's you up the town yeah. with the, oh, that you- fat one when you were fingering her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that type of shit. Like, I missed out on all of that. Yeah, I was yeah. just sitting on my own being like, huh. I pointed at myself and like, that's like you. That's like you, Brian. <laughs> yeah. You've got like your stuffed animal collection. Yeah. yeah. There was uh, a kid, two kids in my school who were really in the saw. 
That's a red flag, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. reeling the saw and would like describe all the traps to you. Yeah. While you were just sitting there trying to do your geography, you know, he's right. like, a dude, and then in the next trap, there's a big fucking thing wrapped around his head. And if it, the timer goes, his head will split open like a fucking apple. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I get so fucking hard I watching being, that I, shit. I, I remember being so scared because I was like, the, people hear him talking. Yeah. But they. If I reply back, I'm now part of it this. It kind of seems like you're with him, but yeah. you're just... I get like, you, like yeah. He, he's, the, he's, you're, you're, he's the mouth, and I'm the, bra- like the brains. You're like spastic by association. Yes. You're yeah. a mentalist by that, association. That guy, also no joke, was also really big into the Kurt Cobain suicide. Oh. Bro, SWAT stickers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know This guy type. sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, Where's he, he now? He is our listener. Yeah. He's our fan base. <laughs> now he's like a crypto billionaire, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember one thing. Uh, I don't want to... Uh, who's not going to listen? Nah, go on. There was, there was a girl he liked in school, I remember. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, we went on, like, some school trip. And there was, for some reason, we got two small buses. Yeah. Instead of one big one. Yeah, yeah. We were that type of school. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that what they told you? It's like, oh, we have to put you on the short bus <laughs> for uh, financial reasons. Yeah. Just you. Yeah. <laughs> Just you and Saw, Saw Guy. Yeah, and yeah. he's just there going live or die. And I'm like, oh, I'm stuck with this now. I want to play a game. Yeah. So I remember like there's a girl he liked, and we uh, the girl sat on a different bus, right, with a man. Oh, with, with, a, with a, not a man, like a grown adult, like, yeah, with, yeah. with another guy, another student, okay? right. And he was there. I wasn't sitting a beside Chad. Him. Was yeah. he a big Chad? Big Chad. Yeah, yeah big yeah. Chad, just lifting all the time. All right. Yeah. I remember like. She was on one bus and he could see her. Right. Okay. And I'm like two rows down. I can hear him proper, like, just proper, like, twer- tweaking, basically, going, like, what the fuck is she doing? What the fuck? Why is she sitting there? She knows what fucking. She's trying to piss me off. <laughs> fucking fuck, <laughs> fuck. Like, she probably made the bus driver drive right beside us so I could see. Yeah. He's pro- but he probably paid the bus driver to do what do you call it? Like, stopping short. Yeah. 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 Short stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, stopping it so, like, she goes back and he can, he can touch her tits. <laughs> That's look, a perfect saw game right there. <laughs> look at this schmohawk. Yeah, touch your tits. You yeah. decide. Okay, so uh, yeah, he was picking the saw. So, like, d- did he get the girl in the end? No. Oh, it's mm. sad. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. It's yeah. best not to look it up. <laughs> so that was saw one. All right, saw two. It's like, how do you make a sequel? Donnie Wahlberg. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Saw 2 is Donnie Wahlberg, and he like bursts in on Jigsaw, and he's like, I got you now, punk. And Jigsaw's like, really? And then he puts on a video feed. It's his son. Donnie Wahlberg's son is in the trap. Oh, right. Yeah. And then like... And it's just like, uh, just a black guy (laughs) on a conveyor belt with a hard dick, just going closer to his son. No! Don't let my son be a little fake! No! Yeah. Yeah, and that film, like, uh, there's, like, a girl in the trap with the son. Yeah. Who's like, oh, I'm scared. But turns out she's an accomplice of Jigsaw. Oh, is she, like, the junkie bitch? Yeah, yeah, Isn't yeah. Isn't a bit where, like, she falls into a pit full of dirty needles? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty that. good, isn't it? Because yeah. that's so funny, because, like, it's like, someone's got to get in there with all the needles and get the key, and some guy just picks it up and throws her in. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, stand, what's it? Walk your own way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
so back it, when men were men, Brian. So that the second movie ends with um, the girl turns out she's evil and she locks Donnie Wahlberg in like a in the closet or something. Yeah, and she's and like the, game over. And the son was actually all right the whole time, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the video feed was from a week ago. Yes. Yeah. 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 The third film. Uh, if I know, I believe the third film is like um, he kidnaps a doctor, right? And she's got to do surgery, but just like DIY, just with a drill and a saw. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the thing is, like, he ties like um, a collar around her neck, and the collar will explode if his heart stops. Okay. So that's motivation for her to like do the surgery correctly, right? But at the same time, there's a guy in one of the big mazes. Yeah, and Jigsaw's like, around your son died in a drunk driving accident. Uh, I have all the people responsible here, and you can decide if they live or die. Yeah. So it's like you know the woman who saw and didn't say anything. Right. The guy right. who was driving, the evil judge. Judge who let him off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they're all like, you know, the judge gets drowned in pig fat. That's right, yeah. There's a, there's a bit where, like, pigs are, like, liquefied. Yeah. And then the judge drowns in liquefied pigs. Yeah. Yeah. See, is that meant to be scary? Like, that's just retarded. <laughs> and, like, the whole thing's, like, it's huge, big set pieces. They get more and more elaborate. It's like, what's the dude? Is it the same guy the whole time? It's His name's Kramer. Kramer. Yeah, yeah. John Kramer is his name, yeah, okay? Yeah. And his whole backstory is um if he I'm, had cancer? No, well, in the in the third film like he had cancer and decided to like make other people appreciate life. Right. And later on you find out he also had like a hot wife who was pregnant. Right. And the wife got mugged and she had a miscarriage and he was like there's only one thing to do now. <laughs> How can he afford all this shit? And what's his background that he can design all these things? Uh, I think he's like an engineer or something. So it's very like loose and it's silly. Very, it's very loosey goosey. Yeah, right? there's no yeah. point being like, oh, it's not like you know, like people are like, oh, how did Joey and Chandler afford the apartment? You know, it's a damn it's, good question if you ask me. Yeah, no one said that before. Yeah, it yeah. is like that. But like, uh, you're right. Later on in the film, it's like in the films. He's proper got, like, basically rented out an entire building yeah, full yeah. of traps and Like, he tricks. probably had to get, like, a bunch of fucking, like, illegal immigrant workers. Like, Mr. Kramer wants us to build the big vat to liquefy the pig, but we're not allowed to ask what he wanted for. Uh, Jorge, could you come here, please? Uh, you know, this really isn't the planning permission that I, uh, I approved. I mean, this is going way over budget. I'm sorry, Mr. Kramer, but this is what we have to do. And your cousin, he's smoking the ganja. What's going on here? Yeah. What's so. funny is Kramer in it, John Kramer is Jigsaw. Jigsaw is very old already in the film. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they keep doing flashbacks. Where, like, he's dating, like, a hot bitch. <laughs> yeah, but he's still old as fuck. But fo- he's getting older. So they keep doing flashbacks further and further back where he's looking older and older. Yeah. It's very funny. What? And he's, like, dating a girl, and she's like, we're going to start a family. He's like, yeah, we're going <laughs> to start a family. John, are you going to ask me to prom? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take you to prom, <laughs> and we're going to go all the way, Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, John, you're the best quarterback this school's ever had. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the third film, it ends with, um, turns out the guy with the kid who died from drunk driving. Yeah. That was the husband of the doctor he kidnapped. Right. Oh, so the, wow. the final test, all yeah, right, yeah, yeah. was the, if the doctor could forgive, uh, no, if the, if the drunk driver guy could forgive Saw uh, Jigsaw. 
and but he he doesn't. Sounds, sounds then like his this wife... movie's a bit too cerebral for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I can't keep track of all the characters. But isn't it like they always had to do like a really stupid plot twist where you're yeah, like, yeah. oh my god! And they always play that do 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 like like oh Game god over. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah. in the third film, he dies. Yeah. Okay. In the fourth film, it starts off with them cutting up his body. And they find a tape recorder in his stomach. And it turns out he planned another crazy jigsaw adventure. How fucking coked up are these cunts at this point that they're just like, but he's dead. What do we do? I know. Yeah. Somebody passed me Pryor's kid. I I forgot. In Saw 4, okay? Yeah. This is hilarious. In Saw 4, the kind of plot is that Jigsaw wants an apprentice. So he finds he finds a black cop who's like disillusioned with the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they show like why the cop is disillusioned with the system, all right? And there's a flashback where like the, the black cop is like he's talking to a little girl and he's like, uh, little Stacy, did the bad man touch you? You can tell me I'm a cop. And the girl's like, Well, um and then they show this is in a police station now. Yeah. They show the guy who's accused, proper like shaking his fist at her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Cram like, it, Stacy. Proper, like you better. I like doing the thing around his neck, like yeah, like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> one of these days, Stacy. One of these days. And then the cop turns around. He goes back to normal, like <laughs> yeah. So then he's like, the little girl says he didn't touch her, and of course the guy's like, oh, exactly. And you'll be hearing from my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. So lies, man. Yeah. So it's a uh, jigsaw trying to rec- recruit the cop. But it, in the end, it turns out a different cop is the apprentice of Jigsaw. Oh, right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's just like the the thing is, as the sequels went on, the uh, it just got more less, more fucking ridiculous and nonsensical. The set pieces got more elaborate and like the big reveal or whatever just was more retarded mm. and loose and just didn't really work. But don't question it. But again, like, you know, as we kind of said there at the start, it's like, why would you... Who the fuck is actually deconstructing Saw for its artistic merit? Me. It's, it's torture porn. Yeah, yeah. You get what you pay the for. The fifth one is very low effort. Really, yeah? The fifth one, a bunch of people uh, wake up fucking in some... Again, another like huge like Crystal Maze style like yeah. uh, series of traps. And it, they've all done something bad, James. Okay? Oh, but like right. the bad things they've done is like, oh, she worked in city planning and she took a bribe. Yeah. It's, it's like that level. So now, yeah. <laughs> so now she has to watch her children be liquefied <laughs> and then somebody fuck the remains. Yeah. So it's like they all have to like solve these things. But at the end, it turns out, James, that like oh, they were meant to work together. Right. But they fought with each other, and that's why they all died at the end. So it's a team-building exercise. Yeah, yeah. It's just a corporate retreat gone wrong. Just cut off your arm. That's a team-building thing. Yeah. And then, uh, this is solo effort. The, 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 the new cop, the new Jigsaw, Yeah. he's getting chased by a different cop who's like, oh, I'm on to you because the, the Jigsaw... The new we'll call him Hoffman, all right. Hoffman. Hoffman's the new jigsaw. And Hoffman's always like looking at the traps. You know when they find the traps after, it's like, gee, whoever did this must have been some kind of genius. Yeah, yeah. Wink, you know. Uh, um. So then the cops trying to capture Hoffman, 
But at the end, uh, Hoffman kills the cop. And that's how it ends. It's like, wow, not even a twist. Yeah, it's just like, whatever. Because at, at this stage, you're like, hey, it's turn- we're coming out every Halloween, baby. Yeah, how many did you did you watch in the uh, end? Seven, I think. You watched all seven? Yeah, wow. up, up until 3D. Jesus. But so, you didn't get the 3D experience. No, I didn't. Wow. Which is funny because I watched a trailer for Saw 3D and the whole thing is that like the hands will like, pick yeah, you yeah, up. Yeah. There's going to hands reach out of the screen and pick you up out of your seat and shake you around. Yes, I I went to see Saw 3D. Was it fun? It wasn't fun, no. Do you want to finish up or will I tell my tell, tell little story. anecdote? Tell your story. All right, well, okay, so this is about 10 years ago it came out. I was like out the night before because I was a rock and roll dude. But now I was doing like, I took a load of yokes or whatever. So I was like coming down, skagging real bad. I get back to the gaff. It's like fucking 11 in the morning, but I've lost my keys and there's nobody in the gaff to let me in. So I'm like ringing around. It's like anybody home, anybody, even in a different gaff I could go over to. And everyone's like, no, no, no. So I was like, Right, what'll I do to kill a couple hours? I know, I'll go to the cinema. Yeah. And like the only thing that was showing was Saw 3D. So I went to see Saw 3D. Because it was like snowing. I had no choice. I had to fucking... It was that or dying Yeah, snow. exactly, yeah. So I went to see Saw 3D while I was coming down off pills. And it was fucking horrific, man. There were like lumps of flesh flying at me and shit. I was like, the your one I had in the counter was like, do you want to see it in 2D or 3D? And me, like a fucking retard, said 3D. Big mistake. 2D yeah. wouldn't have been much better, but at least there wouldn't have been lumps of flesh firing, flying at me. It was horrible, man. It was a horrible experience. Yeah. yeah and I don't, just- I don't even like Saw. So like... I wouldn't have been psyched to see it anyway, but that was just like the worst possible conditions. Imagine from the woman in the cinema's point of view where it's like, it's early in the morning and, and you just show up and you're clearly gagging. Yeah, it's like scagging off yolks yeah. and just in bits. Yeah, like, you're clearly yeah. like just like worse for wear and you're all cold and shivery and you're like, I love Saw. One for Saw 3D, <laughs> please. It's like, Jesus Christ. But anyway, yeah. Awful experience. Yeah. I don't even remember the film. Uh, so I literally watched it like with my I was I tried to go to sleep while the screaming was happening. It was horrible. But so anyway. we'll just wrap up really quick. Yeah. The sixth saw movie, that's where it gets political. Oh. Yeah. That's where Jigsaw's like, you charge predatory interest rates on loans. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Does it go into the fucking yeah, yeah. the recession and yeah, all? Exactly. Yes, yeah, I love yeah. it. And Bernie whole, Madoff. The whole plot is like there's a cartoonishly evil boss right. who runs a company. He's like, hmm, let's fire the pregnant woman. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the janitor. Let's kick him in the face because yeah. that will up productivity. Synergy, yeah. synergy. Yeah. No, okay. he's just like a real like cartoonish guy, right? Right. right. And then um, Jigsaw puts him in a load of traps. But it's funny because like. The the boss is never in danger. Oh really? Yeah. The boss is there. Jigsaw's like, I've captured your janitor, and you, <laughs> and you've got to decide if you want to kill the janitor, or the secretary. <laughs> and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> and in the film, he's like, Oh no, oh, oh the janitor. I love them both. Oh. Right. But right. nah, like, that wouldn't happen in real life. Yeah. No, he was He'd be like, like, This is awesome. Look, kill them both. What do I care? I get to watch this for free. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a subscription service or something? <laughs> Usually, I have to wait for an invite to Little St. James to get this kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that's. Uh, that's Saw. I kind of lose track out there. That's Saw 7. Uh, Saw. I think. Oh, that was Saw 6. Saw yeah, 7, 7 is, is the 3D, 3D one. one. And then at the end, I think it turns out that, like, 
the guy from the first film was also working with right, Jigsaw. Yeah. Al- also, be- Jigsaw's wife was working with Jigsaw. Jigsaw has multiple apprentices. So dumb. It's so fucking stupid, the whole thing. But are you are you psyched for Spiral now? Well, I still got to see Jigsaw. Oh, was there another one? Yeah, they made a movie called Jigsaw about three years ago. Okay. That was meant to be the reboot. Is that like a, or was it a prequel? Or? Uh, no, it was just like a copycat. Okay. Who is also uh, an apprentice of Jig- Jigsaw? has many apprentices. Yeah, fucking hell. He's like the safe pass, isn't he? Yeah. Like every fucking retard who was on the dole ended up working for fucking Jigsaw. Yeah, he's just got a bunch of kids yeah. who don't really care about it. I got a chicken it. fillet roll and a packet of Benson and Hedges, and now I'm going to go saw an illegal immigrant in half. Ah, sure. Uh, and Beats the, the dole. Spiral's the ninth film in the series, okay? Apparently, Spiral's done so well, it's Saw is now a billion-dollar franchise. Wait, it did well financially? Yeah, it apparently did really well. Not critically, though. Yeah, the Saw fans like it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because uh, there was that uh, movie review from The Guardian. Yeah, The Guardian didn't like it. Kermode didn't like it. <laughs> He's what were they saying about it? Is well, that... they were just like, oh, it lacks subtlety. You know? Yeah, yeah. Made me, lo- made me actually want to watch it. Okay. So that's that's all the Saw movies. And it's Chris Rock that's doing Spiral yeah, as well. Yeah, and he produced it as well. Very interesting choice. But anyway, hey, don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. But, like, will I be out of the loop having not seen... I, like, think, I think you will be out of the loop. So I, I have to watch all the Saws? I think if you want to fit in anywhere, yeah. you got to watch all the Saw movies. Otherwise, you're just going to be left... Someday in the future, okay, you'll be at a dinner party, all right? Yeah. And they'll all be talking. You'll be like, oh, does anyone... Uh, what about uh, uh, Palestine? <laughs> <laughs> and they look at you like a freak. You're like, oh, you don't know... Who let in this shit, Muncher? Yeah, We're yeah, talking yeah. Spiral yeah. here. We're talking John Kramer's legacy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. this has been a fun one. So we went, yeah, this was a wild one now. You yeah. know what's so funny? Uh, when I was originally, I get kind of caught up in the moment sometimes. Yeah. And I was watching these Saw movies like, God, this could be like a, this could be like a three-part episode. <laughs> I was like so into it. I was like fucking just so much the fucking mythology yeah. and the lore, a, a rich tapestry. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like it's like a drug where it's like oh this is fucking, but then it wears off the second you like walk away. You're like oh no, that was that was nothing. That was a load of shite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're all the same. It's the same. It's the same film seven times. Yeah. Like, you but know? they're making. They're already uh, confirmed. There will be Saw X. Oh, Saw Ten, 10. and the companion TV series. Jesus Christ. So, so this, the Spiral has really breathed new life into the franchise. Yes, spiral is... There's going to be a Spiral 2. Well, I think what they want is they're going to have a Spiral series and a Saw series. Oh, wow. It's going to be a whole... Like the Marvel Universe. It's all going to intertwine. Inter- and they'll probably get John Kramer back. <laughs> and like he'd be like, you know... Uh, I think they should just go full on like mystical. Oh, like from the grave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the problem with these films is they killed him off in fucking part three. Yeah, and it's yeah. And like, oh, he also had this planned. Yeah, he had all this shit planned out. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. had fucking. Oh, this, I'm not good at maths. I think he had he had like six films worth of uh, worth of plans and tricks and traps all set up. Yeah. While dying of cancer. <laughs> yeah, he was a multitasker. See, he fucking, he does it. You yeah. can barely get out of bed. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. Well, that, that's, we're going to wrap it up there well, now. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll finish off now. Uh, uh, have you got anything else? Uh, Sorry, I just, uh, I just hit a wall there. 
you, if you're a bit tired, so we're going to forgive I, you. I give you gold. What more do you want? Well, I'll tell you what. We'll do. We'll tease the Patreon. Go on. That's what we'll do. Yeah. So as I said before, let's see what we can talk about in the Patreon. We can talk about Army of the Dead. Oh, yes. New Zack Snyder movie. Yeah. That's what the kids are into. Meant to be dog shit. Uh, we can talk about John Cena offending China. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't paid attention to that at all, so you're going to have to fill me in. There's a Muslim woman writing a book about being a horny Muslim. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. Dear Penthouse. <laughs> yeah. I never thought it happened to me. <laughs> we can talk about Kevin Spacey is back. Oh, the king. Re- return oh, of God. the king. Guys, you need to switch over to the Patreon. Oh, I'll tell you what. I watched uh, Don't Mess with the Zohan. Oh, that's so funny. I watched it as well. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we can talk about it on the yeah. Patreon. Well, look. Don't talk about it now. Okay. Or I'll hit you. <laughs> Much like Israel, <laughs> I live in fear. Uh, and we will talk about my uncle. Yeah. We'll talk about Harry Kane is on the transfer market. I know you're, you're fucking so excited about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. I'll tell you, we'll end on this. So Harry Kane is a football player, right? Yeah. A football man, all right? Mr. Football, they call him. He plays with Tottenham, but he's literally too good for Tottenham. Right. And he wants to leave. Tottenham. I'm a Tottenham fan. We're shit. Right. We're shit. Harry deserves better. Yeah, yeah. It's like, imagine you with a girlfriend, all right? Yeah. And she was like, oh, James, should I stay with you or marry Zac Efron? Uh, well, you know. Uh, you made a big mistake. <laughs> Time will tell yeah. on that one. Uh, he'll probably be ugly as shit in two years. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm I can only get better. <laughs> Couldn't possibly get worse. But yeah. uh, I was listening to a podcast. I was listening to a Tottenham fan podcast. All right. Of course you were. Yeah. Yep. While painting, you know, a nice, nice chill day. Oh. And um, there was the fans found out he made a transfer request during the episode oh yeah so you got to see the, the guy's heart break live nice it was it was very fun to watch cause like uh, what's his name Cronkite reading about JFK's yeah, yeah, assassination yeah. it was so funny cause was the, it Cronkite I think it was Cronkite yeah. ah who cares yeah uh, as if anyone gives enough to be like actually <laughs> it was Dick Cavett yeah. no uh, the guy's like oh I just saw on Twitter there um, Harry Kane wants to leave and the other guy was like what do you mean what? What do you mean? He couldn't. What? What? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, it says he wants to leave. What? What do you mean? It don't make sense. <laughs> what do you mean? He wants to leave. He doesn't want to be in the club anymore. He wants to leave. What? What do you mean? What? Where are you seeing that? <laughs> uh, on, you see that on Twitter? It says on Sky News. That's... What? Where? Where's it saying that? I said Sky News. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, but that's the media. <laughs> can't trust the media god i you know i'm almost envious of people that like care that much about football it's great i wish i could be emotionally invested in anything like it's that it's so good man you switch off everything else you're not you're forcing it though brian no i know the truth I know. you're acting like you're just as deeply involved but you're not really i would Come die on. for whatever football team wins yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we can also talk about the HSE cyber attacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got loads of stuff to talk about, guys. All right. So that, that's fucking jam-packed. Patreon. Yeah. Jesus, we're nearly an hour and 20, and I always say we should keep this an hour, and, I, and we get fucking too excited. Well, let's just end it now, We just get then. too horny. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. guys, thanks right. for listening. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Uh, I'm going to eat pizza. Oh.